We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action outside the through door. He'll get the flyby. Three on the way, and he rattles it in. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough step back, gets up the shot. Bakes it in This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, coming to you live Sunday, January 30th. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, the official podcast of SI Thunder. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffen. I've got my guy, Justin Peabody, with me tonight. Hello, everybody. We've got Taylor Peterson along for the ride. Just happy we're here talking basketball tonight. Fellas. Football season is over, Taylor. It, 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 yes, Taylor. It, it ended today. It ended <laughs> pour, today. Pour one out for the Chiefs and Jackson Mahomes. And Jackson, you know, no no need to uh, pour one out for Jackson. But uh, Patrick <laughs> has some uh, soul searching to do this offseason that may involve his uh, his brother and maybe his wife. You know, Maybe. <laughs> hey, sometimes you just got to cut ties, man. Yeah, that's right. What matters most, Patrick? Yeah. Touch just look at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's right. See? Sorry. <laughs> that's enough. I saw some good Aaron Rodgers memes that I will not repeat on the podcast. They were some good the best. Ones. But they were 10 of 10. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, gentlemen, we got to talk some OKC Thunder basketball. The last time the Thunder played a very sparing week this past week. The Thunder nice played Monday, <laughs> Friday, and then not again till Monday again. So uh, not many games, which is uh, about to be a very foreign concept as we get here into February. I was looking at our February schedule for the podcast. Someone better be getting paid overtime is all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next two weeks, both of the next two weeks, they play four games. In yeah, Saturdays. here is. So they play Monday. We have a post game tomorrow, Monday. We have a post game Wednesday, a post game Friday, a post game Saturday, a group stream, uh, a group podcast, our normal Sunday night show on then Sunday. Do it again. And then we do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Ooh. Sunday. That Thursday is uh, not a game, but our trade deadline special. Goodness. And then we do Monday, Wednesday, uh, but we have a real big break in there due to uh, the All Star the All Star weekend. So we do like the 14th, the 16th, the 20th, the 24th. We get, so we, like so we get quite break. a big quite a big break in there. But my Lord, those first two weeks of February, from February 1st to February 16th, we will be pumping out 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 podcasts in 16 days. Download numbers, baby. What could go wrong? What, what could, could go, go wrong? wrong? With no SGA, maybe a good transition Yikes. here. What yeah. could go wrong? There's a yeah. lot that could go wrong. <laughs> it's going to be a, a long haul for us, gentlemen. Ooh. Buckle up. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're, I'm super looking forward to the trade deadline special. 
Uh, not sure if you guys are going to be able to sneak out of work for an hour to join on that. Uh, I'm trying to get Silva to take the day off of work, but yeah. uh, it should be should be a fun day, uh, if not for the Thunder, at least for the league, for us to cover. So True. super excited about that as well. Taylor, you started to lean into it, so let's just jump in. Shea Gilgis-Alexander had a nasty ankle roll on Friday night. Justin and I post-game podcast after that Indiana game. Justin, I believe you and I both said that it didn't look as bad as Kenny Hustle's ankle roll, and we thought he would maybe be out a week, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> Nailed it. Then about 12 hours after we recorded that podcast, Justin, <laughs> the team comes out with a uh, PR update saying that Shea Gilgis-Alexander uh, will not be reevaluated until after the All-Star break. The All-Star break is the weekend of February 19th and 20th. Between now and that date, the OKC Thunder have 10 basketball games. Uh, those games would be against the Trailblazers, the Mavs, the Trailblazers, the Kings, the Warriors, the Raptors, the 76ers, the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Spurs. I kind of like this stat that Nick t- tweeted out as well. That, um, to your point, Jacob, that means that uh, best case scenario, Shea will only play the final 24 games of the season. Yeah. That's, that's what's crazy. That's Especially best because, case scenario. yeah, because that, <laughs> that just means reevaluated. Exactly. That, that may, I mean, now with, 24 games, that's not a lot. If we're being honest, like, unless something crazy happens, like his ankle should be fine by then. Should be. Oh yeah. Like yes. he was at practice today. Yeah. According <laughs> to Mark Dagnall. So I mean, obviously Shay's being traded. They're they're trying to get him healthy for the trade deadline. I saw him hugging Andre Robertson in practice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my god! I, um, <laughs> what a tweet by Darnell. Was that Darnell that tweeted that that I day? I think so. Man, that uh, tweet on trade him. deadline day. Saw him crying as he hugged teammates goodbye. I don't know okay. if you guys remember this one. But the Thunder one year had practice on trade deadline day and practice ended at around noon and the deadline was at two. Yep. And they did post-practice scrum and Russ was part of it. And uh, somebody asked Russ how the team felt with it being trade deadline day. And Russ said, only one person in that locker room who wants to get traded today, referring to Reggie Jackson. Yeah, so Reggie. What a day. What yeah, a quote wasn't by that Russ. the same deadline where like somebody from the media, I can't remember who, probably somebody from the Oklahoma, so maybe Darnell, took a picture of like uh, Presty in like an office. You could just see him through the window. And oh, yeah, I remember that. Presty's working the phones. <laughs> yeah, that I fun, always wanted fun. that Reggie Jackson trade not to happen just so he would have to go back in the locker room with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yes. Just get yes. hazed so, the rest of the season. Justin, you mentioned or sorry, Taylor mentioned, and then Justin kind of followed it up. 24 games yeah. after the all-star break. That's the max that Shea could play. So let's set the over-under at 20 and a half oh. after the all-star break. What are you guys taking? Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. I think I'm that, hammering the under. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it's just you I mean, okay. It's not a fake injury. Go look up the clip. It's not a fake injury. Yeah, he rolled it's a right very real it. ankle roll. You pause that clip when his foot is upside down and mm-hmm. tell me that wouldn't hurt. Just like the plantar fasciitis wasn't a fake injury. Mm-hmm. That said, that doesn't mean you can't play it super conservatively. To your point, Jacob, I don't know that if Shay wasn't Kenny Hustle, that he wouldn't be back in a week like we hypothesized yep. on the postgame pod. But he's not, and the Thunder are in a unique situation. And maybe they just said, like, you know, it's not worth. Maybe he's ready in a week. Why don't we sit you another? Then you get a week off for All Star break. Like, let's not mess around. There's no (laughs) reason to rush you back. Also, it helps our lottery odds if you don't rush back. That feels like a win win for this organization. And if we happen to lose enough of those 10 games while you're out, because we tend to do so when you are out, Shay, um, then you can come back full strength, play as many games as you want down the stretch, and it's not going to matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking, Taylor. Let's say the Thunder go 2-8 two and two and eight in their next 10, um, which they're... That would be an improvement uh, they're, they're on the one, last They've won one yeah, out of their last 13. Say, with Shay. Yeah, and that's with Shea. So, right, so let's give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt, and let's say two and eight. That would put them at sixteen 
and 42 going into the deadline or going into the, the all-star break after that, like you really have nothing that you're playing for. You can sit Shay on back to backs. You can play him less minutes. You, you can, you once again, use the, uh, the excuse of roster exploration. Yep. And really push this, this tank all the way in. Absolutely. Also shout out to people who still get pissed off at the word tank. Uh, I think oh. that's hilarious. Shout out to you guys. And not just like who are just Thunder fans. Or, yeah, right, right. Not just Thunder fans who are offended by the word tank, but like all the people who responded to Woj's tweet about yeah. SGA not long term. Yeah. Like, the Thunder are at it again. Sam like, Presti must be stopped. Like, like, listen. To Justin's point, go look at that replay and Shay's. Yeah, like well, bitch at somebody. Go bitch at the, the Kings. Left. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, or exactly. go look at the Warriors. Magic. Like, okay, so I was on. A, they shut down on... Steph, got Kaminga and Wiseman, yes. and like they're there's, doing. There's just execs fine. around the league, according. I, I can't can't exactly remember who their support was from. I want to say it was Mark Stein. Um, Might have been Ethan Strauss um, on like one of his recent podcasts. Regardless, he's there, somebody has said that there's um, executives around the league, um, including the Clippers. Who are, you know, calling that the um, the Warriors? I don't know the, the Warriors year or whatever the, the Warriors gap year. Basically, to your point, yeah. Justin, where like your star players get hurt, you take a Warriors year and you're able to right exactly yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. It's a uh, it's frustrating. Also, uh, somebody on on our Thunder um, posted something uh, on the subreddit posted something that um, some Orlando Magic fans like threw out there, like somebody. Um, clipped Woj's tweet and put it in the the uh, Magic subreddit, and they were just beside themselves. Like, I I can't believe Sam Presti is doing this. Um, Shea should just get out of there. J- they have so many picks; they they shouldn't have to do this. And it's like, well, yeah, like you guys have been terrible for the past decade. Um, you finally got excited because you got a top five pick, and Jalen Suggs hasn't even been as good. Like he's hasn't even been the worst of like the top six, seven picks yeah. in the draft. I don't know. I'm venting now, it's, but <laughs> yeah, it's a little ridiculous. No, I was mainly referring to thunder fans who get very offended at the word tank. This team isn't tanking, bro. <laughs> Pump your brakes a little bit. They are full fledged world yes. war two Soviet front tanking this bitch right now. And they just pulled the last lever. <laughs> they, they're loading up it. the cannon. We'll, we'll play the tank sounder in a second. I was going to say this, this sounds familiar. <laughs> so gentlemen, my first question is how significant is this Shea injury for the tank? We, we know it's an ankle roll. Players deal with that all the time. The, the injury itself, like does it suck? Yes. Is it a significant yeah. injury that's going to impact him in the future? no, but how impactful is this injury specifically for the OKC tank? Very impactful. Um, th- like, like we just said, they're one in 12 this year with Shea. And now you're about to lose him for at least 10 games. I mean, is this team one in 22 <laughs> when he comes back? Like it's possible. And so aside from that, you want to use the word, I mean, we can use any euphemism you want for tank. You Roster exploration, you're going to get a lot of roster exploration <laughs> out of this team with Shea out. Seeing Giddy get to run the team for 10 games, that's going to be that's fun. That's exciting. Like, like, I love yeah, that. Seeing Trey Mann in the starting lineup like we did yeah. um, on the game that you two covered um, two nights ago. Love that. Love that like, a lot. That's, that's fun for a young team. Get a look at your young prospects. Get to see them in a little bit different circumstance where they don't have Daddy Shea to drop 30 every night. They can they can have some of those experiences that they might not be able to have. So I think it's from both perspectives, from purely a improving your lottery odds perspective and a giving your young prospects valuable experience perspective, it's it's both massive for mm-hmm. for on both fronts. Totally agree. I, I think specifically for me, it's all about the lottery pick. And this helps. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get, we'll, we'll talk about the tank standings here shortly, but okay. no Shay for at least 10 games, I think is just going to, to push this team to exactly where we want them to be odds wise. Like they're not going to get to number one. I don't think they're going to get to number two. You say, say that, 
But a few number three, we we weren't yeah. sure if we didn't think the rocket. We didn't think we'd catch up with the Rockets. I think yeah. number three is very much in play. Uh, Thunder only two wins ahead of Detroit for the second best lottery odds right wow. now. Wow! So, I yep. could be in play. Could be yep. in play. Um, do you think the Shea ankle roll at this time of the season? Obviously, we think that any trades this team will pull off will probably be tank adjacent. You're trying to trade away vets, get something of of value, and then turn around and uh, make your team a little bit worse. Well, they just got a lot worse by losing Shea. Do you think this affects anything they do at the trade deadline? Not at all. Um, I think Presti has the same exact um, <laughs> criteria, the same exact um, – um, I don't know. He's not going to change his plans just because Shea – got injured for example it's not like well shay's playing at a really high level over the past however many games um so i really think we need to hold on to kendrick williams it's going to take a lot to pry him um, from us because shay's playing so well like just because shay's hurt doesn't mean that he's going to lower his asking price for kendrick yeah um, i think it's a really good well, idea. i was wondering if maybe it's a uh we were thinking about trading kendrick kenrich because he helps us win too much but now shay's now out, shay's so, out who, so we don't have to yeah i still I, think I, it's like we we set the um we set the asking price at oh one for a Trump pick, and there's not going to be a ton of of um, teams who do that. And even if they do, it's not going to be the kind of first round pick that we're looking for. And so we kind of expect Kenrich to stay around for the season, you know. But if if they if a team were to make that asking price or meet that asking price, then sure we'll do it. Um, but I, I agree with you, Jacob. I I, I don't think it's very likely that Presti is changing the way he he's thinking about the trade deadline just because um, Shea is out for a more extended period of time than we anticipated. <clears throat> Justin, you have nothing to add there. You just are looking at me and nodding profusely. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. And- I don't think it changes anything. Everyone's for sale for the right price. Kenny Hustle can probably command the best price right now as far as tradable pieces. And so, yeah, I think it, I don't think anything changes there. And if a team meets that, it's, it's, and overpay and Presti will take it probably. <laughs> Who's going to start in Shea's place for these next 10 games? Trey, man. I really That's, think so. Especially yep. since we saw that. Um, and they, like I said, the game that you guys covered um, here a couple of nights ago, it was Giddy. Um, so Giddy, Trey, man, Lou, um, JRE, and, and Aaron Wiggins. Are you, are you talking about who's going to start? Yeah, sorry. Oh. Um, no, and not <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I could probably that night, but I, that, sorry. that's that's what I hope. Yeah, I mean, I in all honesty, I think they start Ty Jerome. Okay, yeah, at that spot. Um, but that's a good point. Having a starting lineup of Josh Giddy, Trey Mann, Lou Dort, Aaron Wiggins. Jeremiah Robinson, or I'll start four rookies. I was going to say Lou and the rookies. <laughs> yeah. And that's why maybe I think instead of starting Aaron, they slide somebody in like a, maybe it's Ty Jerome and Trey man. Yeah. Fair. And it's, Ty, it's maybe it's Trey, <laughs> Ty, Lou, uh, Josh and, and Jeremiah, you know, maybe that's the starting lineup. I bet they experiment um, a little bit. I maybe, yeah, maybe it's stuff. Ken Rich Williams that, that mm-hmm. slides in there. Um, at the four, maybe it's we probably Oku. might see some Baisley or Baisley, some Poku. You know? Let's get crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, but I would love to see Trey Man, uh, yeah, get that opportunity with with Shea out. Agree yep. completely. I think it adds a, a dynamic offensively that they're going to need without their best and, offensive player. And just a quick aside, I hope that means that he gets a longer leash than he's gotten this season. For example, um. To, to use an ex, like a comparison, last season we saw um, down the stretch when guys like Horford and Shea were out for an extended period, we saw Poku and um, Teo Maladon get a little bit longer leashes from Dignall uh, down the stretch last season. I, I kind of hope mm-hmm. to see Trey Mann get more of a longer leash in, in that terms. Maybe that's a bad, <laughs> bad analogy, but a, a little more, um, I don't know, a little more freedom. Yeah, for a little, a little more freedom, exactly. Yep. I think that's fair. What what do we hope to see from the obviously not wins, but what do we hope to see from the team over the next ten at least ten games while Shea is out? Like Justin, you mentioned roster exploration multiple times. We want to see a lot of guys get a lot of burn, but specifically, like what are you looking for? I'm looking for Josh Giddy to get 
another triple double. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, <laughs> Teo Maladone, 40 minutes a night. God, I'm kidding. I, uh, I don't know if I can handle 26 that much, points, buzzer beater every night. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I do think uh, all eyes are on Giddy for me. W- what mm-hmm. does he do as the primary facilitator of the offense on this team? We've talked a lot recently about how Shea and Giddy feel like they're, you know, finding their rhythm alongside each other a little bit more. Let's see what Giddy can do over an extended stretch as the floor general for this team. How many assists does he get? How many p- potential assists does he get? And right. and how does the team's sort of uh, personality kind of shape to his game versus when he's paired alongside Shea? Just to add on that, like, for example, I you guys probably mentioned this in the post game, but I just I noticed a little bit there in the second half um, of that game a couple of nights ago when Shea did go out. Um, it was Lou facilitating, bringing the ball down, um, trying to be kind of the man just based off of uh, almost like tenure. <laughs> and to Justin's yep. point, I would like to see Giddy take that role on a little more and and maybe Lou take on the same role that he has when Shea is playing rather than Lou trying to be that kind of guy. And so I'm curious to kind of see that dynamic between Lou and Giddy. Mm. And, and again, to your point, Justin, I really hope that we see more of Giddy being the <clears throat> primarily primary facilitator. Yep. Lou taking on kind of that, even if he's the main scorer, right? Um, not trying to be a facilitator, trying to do it all. Kind of like we saw there in the second half after Shea went out in the first half. Yep. Personally, I'm really excited to see Trey Mann in this stretch. Even if he doesn't start, I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. The Thunder are losing like 18 shots a game mm-hmm. with Shea out. You have to redistribute those 18 shots. Um Darius Baisley's licking his lips. Jesus, don't even talk about that. Um, <laughs> I got Some guys are going to see a small amount of increase. Josh will take maybe a shot or two more a game. Lou will take a shot or two more a game. I hope that we see Trey Mann take 12 shots a game. Like, I really do. I, yes, I want, I want to that. see this kid get, like, baptism by fire. I want to see him get his opportunity out there. Um, I think we all think he can be a very special offensive player. They still have to hold him accountable. Taylor, I know you mentioned like having a longer leash. I agree with that, but you still have to hold him accountable. You still have to make sure he's eating that broccoli. He he's mm-hmm. being aggressive defensively. He's he's yep. playing his role. He's doing what he's supposed to within the team structure. Like I want to see Trey erupt for like a 30 piece and hit like seven threes in a game or something, you know, and just like flat out effing cook. Um, that's something I, I want to see really bad. I'm not sure we've seen a defender who truly, again, when he's on the court, it's with guys like a Shea or, or a Giddy or somebody else. So he doesn't always necessarily have the best or against a bench unit. So he doesn't necessarily have the best defender on a team guarding him. Yep. But with that being said, like his shot separation is so, um, so impressive, so next level that there's not many who can say with him. So to your point, Jacob, I agree with you. I think we still have yet to see that game where Trey is just drilling every single shot. We're yep. seeing him get his shots off, and he has an opportunity to get even more off. No, I hope we see it consistently. See, and, and like you said, see him catch fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is silver lining. Uh, this is blessing in disguise for Trey Mann that Shea is not going to be able to play. This is like his big audition, right? Mm-hmm. They've been prepping him. They've been getting him G League minutes. They've been, you know, yanking him every time he makes a mistake. He got rewarded with a start the other night. And then now it's like, you're front and center, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you got. Uh, here is your 10-game audition. You can't blame it on small sample size on not getting in a rhythm. Yep. Here's your shot. What do you got? And I'm excited to see what he does with it because he very much seems like the guy that is going to um, really grab that opportunity and run with it. And I can't wait to watch what happens. That's, that's something I'm really going to be focusing on over the next two weeks of Thunder basketball. Uh, Obviously the Josh Giddy storylines, Justin, I think that's, that's number one for everybody. I think a, a sneaky you know, kind of beneath the surface one is what Trey Mann will end up doing and looking like over the next 10. 
I like that. I like that. Maybe a he'll lot. drop a new single on SoundCloud too. <laughs> no, dude. Please. Call We've been waiting. Man. You can't hey, you can't <laughs> drop that on draft night and not release it. Yeah, that's right. Music. We need more we need Leave more bangers. Hanging. Maybe in the off season. Uh, we'll we'll give them a little bit of a break, but All Star if we don't get anything perfect time. Yeah, right. Justin, right. I'll have you know that you and I have a Trey Man bet that's uh hanging in the air Ooh, as well. Yeah. Uh, are you aware of what this one is? No. <laughs> uh, I said Trey Mann will play more G League games than NBA games. Ooh. And I you took it. That bet. I, I like this for Justin. Whoever whoever wins it, whoever loses it, I'm sorry, has to wrap a Trey 1K verse on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shea Gilgis Alexander's ankle. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Love you guys it. about Very to good. hear your, your boy Jacob dropping bars on here. We're going to lose all of our subscribers. J1K, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> More like J1 uh, cent. We had, we, I was looking through our bets the other day. Um, actually, somebody owes, was it Taylor owes Justin some uh, double stuffed Oreos? Yeah, double stuffed. Yeah, yeah three yep. packs of double stuffed Oreos. You better My get those ordered on Amazon and send them over, Taylor. <laughs> That's right. We need picture evidence so we can Justin, post on I the need socials. your address. Deal. <laughs> Love it. Justin's kid's about to eat like an effing king. I might just do, yeah, that's right. I might just do what I did uh, last year when I owed Justin a um, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm. I just demoed him the money. But, you know, he he got it, though. Yeah, he He, did. He 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 used it specifically. He sent me a picture, and he told me about it. You ain't got to twist my arm to get a Popeye's chicken sandwich or or double stuffed <laughs> or Oreos. double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> I think Taylor's gonna owe me uh, some donuts too. Taylor yes. said that Dame Lillard would in the, win the MVP. Ooh, one nice. of my worst takes. <laughs> so Ooh. I'm uh, I'm very excited about that. There we go. There's a lot of fun. We'll revisit those um, yes. at the end of the season whenever they have all come to fruition. So your comeuppance. Every <laughs> anything else. With the SGA injury, we've kind of talked about what we expect, what we're looking for, how it affects the tank, what will happen after the All-Star break, which we think Shea's not going to play all the games after the All-Star break either. I think we've got it covered, guys. Indeed. Yep. Then let's transition to really the next big thing on the NBA calendar, which is the trade deadline. Uh, We are barreling towards it. Uh, February 10th, Thursday, February 10th. We're about a week and a half away. Reminder to our listeners. We will be hosting our annual NBA trade deadline show slash hangout. Uh, the trade deadline ends here in Oklahoma in Central Time at 2 p.m. So starting at 1 p.m., we will be live here on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just hanging out, um, following all the rumors, all the Woj bombs, reacting in real time, giving our thoughts and analysis, uh, chatting with everybody that's in the chat, watching live. So Make sure you join us. Even if you're at work, just pull up the YouTube stream uh, and listen along as you work. And then right as the buzzer hits, well, not right, but about 10, 15 minutes after the buzzer hits, after all the smoke has cleared, the battlefield has settled, we'll be recording our post-trade deadline podcast, wrapping up all the moves uh, highlighted by whatever the Thunder do or do not do. So make sure you join us for that. We'll also be giving away our final Poku pack on trade deadline day. So join us for that as well. Gentlemen, let's round up some of the Thunder's trade deadline chatter, which is just a mountain of stuff, let me tell you. Um, The one, one note is both Jake Fisher and Mark Stein have reported that rival teams have described OKC's asking price for Kenrich Williams as... Quote, a first round pick. Shocker. <laughs> I know you say that facetiously, Justin, but does it surprise you at all that the word is they want a first round pick and not a not a young player? Does it surprise you that no. they are still trying to collect picks? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Because we've talked about it before. A first round pick is more valuable than a player because a first round pick is not real. And a player is a player has defined attributes. A first round pick is potential. It could be anything. anything. It's the mystery box. It could be anything. Exactly. We need to rip that audio from family guy. Maybe you guys can remember this. I was listening to a podcast recently where, um, I want to say it was Hollinger. It might've been like a Hollinger talking to a Andrew Schleck, but 
basically he was he described a, a thunder pick as um as money he like interchangeably called it money and i just i to your point justin i i, I think of that as well like yeah that pick is currency that player yeah. isn't i it's mean you but it's not not just to the thunder but to every other team in the league right it's mm-hmm. it is inherently more valuable because you can imagine all the scenarios of what it could be, which are all more exciting than whoever you would bring back for Kenny Hustle. I think that's very fair. And now when you look at the number and you add it to OKC's stockpile and it's like, well, does that one really make a difference? Probably not. It's another coin in the hoard. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And does whatever player is comparable to Kenny Hustle on the trade market, does, does that do anything for this team? Probably not unless yeah. you just like strike gold and find, you know, kind of a, an, another Kenny hustle, <laughs> basically yeah. like they got him as the throw. And if, unless you find another one of those, the first round picks always going to be more valuable. I think it's interesting. I think it, it's, I think a lot of fans are upset that that's the report and it's not, we want to use him to get a young player, but, yeah. um, I think that's where they are. And one thing that I was thinking about that I find very fascinating as well, that a, a lot of people are upset that Thunder have th- not when I say people, I mean, Thunder fans. Sorry, I dropped my wedding ring. <laughs> a lot of Thunder fans get upset that the Thunder's picks, a lot of those future picks are all protected. Yeah. But here's something that's really interesting is because of that step in role where you can't trade first round picks in back to back years. If you trade a protected pick, and it's like, let's say it's top 10 protected this year and then top 12 protected the next year. Like you cannot trade any of the years that that protected pick rolls over to because you don't, you don't know the future. You don't know if that pick's going to convey or not. So teams right now that want to make a deal and have to give up a first round pick but are limited on which of their own picks they can trade are going to have to unprotect picks they owe to OKC. Yeah. Yep. And if somebody to wants a... to make a trade and they think, oh, this is the guy that's going to push us over. We have to trade a first, but we owe one to, we owe a protected first to OKC. So we have to unprotect that so we can get this guy we desperately want. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Sam Presti, can we <laughs> unprotect that pick that we gave you? Because we have a trade on the table and we have to trade a first round pick even farther down the line, but we're not allowed to unless we unprotect yours. Presti's going to say, oh, what do you, you need me? me to do a favor for you? You're going to have to pay me to do you that favor. Exactly. You can give me the unprotected pick, which is good for me. But if I don't do that, you're screwed. You can't make the trade you want unless that pick becomes unprotected. And I have to agree to that. So cough up a couple of seconds and we'll call it good. Right. And so this is, it's almost like a ploy to, to suck even more assets out of teams, which is just, yeah. It's fascinating. Presti's it, the mafia boss. Checkers. Right. Yeah. I, it's uh, not it, it's not even chess to checkers. It's like checkers to 3D chess. <laughs> 3D Chinese chess. Metaverse. Yeah. NFTs. Doctor Strange bullshit. Something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like galaxy brain stuff. Jacob, <laughs> you listened to the same podcast that I did. Um, Bobby Marks and Zach Lowe. I believe a, a specific example that they used. They were talking about the uh, Washington Wizards. And the Wizards owe a pick to OKC that's protected. But in order that they were, uh, I think Bobby was talking about in order to get that. I don't even know what pick this is. They were just discussing it. And I was like, I don't, I don't even remember the pick that the <laughs> Wizards owe the Thunder. But they would need to remove those protections in order to be able to trade that. Do you remember what they were talking about? Yeah, talking basically talking about if um, if the Wizards want to make a deal to bolster this roster now. Um, they would have to unprotect that pick that they owe to OKC, and I am uh, I looking. Say, I don't even know what pick. I'm that looking is. for that pick now, as you speak of that. They owe a 2023 first rounder to Oklahoma City. Oh, wow, um, it's protected. It's lottery protected in 2023. It's top 12 protected in 2024. Top 10 protected in 2025, and one through eight protected in 2026. So I believe that means that the Washington Wizards cannot trade a first round pick until 2028 Whew. because we don't know if those picks yep. are, if those right. are ever going to convey. So they cannot trade them. Yep. 
So they would just have to go in and if they wanted to make a trade and trade away a first round pick, they would have to completely unprotect a 2023 first. If I can get an unprotected Washington Wizards 2023 pick. I'm taking it. The Wizards suck. 10 times out of 10. (laughs) And the chances of the Wizards sucking next year is very high. Yep. And the Wizards sucking like three seasons from now, even higher. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, I'm all into I'm all into that one. Oh, like, yeah. sign me up. I didn't even know we also speaking of the Wizards um blew a thirty five point lead to the Clippers earlier this week. Unbelievable. Oh, um it's literally like a like a comedy sketch the way they lost that game. Like that was unbelievable. I was in the gym. I, I purchased that I was gonna tell you guys this pre pod. I'm telling the story now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I purchased NBA League Pass intentionally to watch the Clippers lose. I was like, (laughs) F it. I'll pay seven bucks a month for League Pass. I'm in the gym watching this game as the Clippers just chip away. Washington's up six with eight seconds to go. And Luke, Luke effing Kennard hits like a 30 foot three. They're down three. And I was like, damn, that was a nice shot. Okay. Wizards are going to still win. Wizards can't get the ball in. They call a timeout, advance it to half court, get a five second call (laughs) after a timeout inbounding the ball at half court, throw the ball in. What's the worst that's going to happen? You turn it over. (laughs) You just did that anyways. (sighs) What and then the Clippers end up the ball. Kennard hits a three and gets fouled, hits a free throw to win the game. I'm in the middle of the gym in rush hour, uh, lifting, just dropping F-bombs left and right. <laughs> I, I don't know if people thought I had Tourette's or I was really struggling <laughs> with the weight, but I was pissed. And ever since I bought League Pass, the Clippers Lakers have been winning win- games. Or, sorry, yeah, oh, Clippers keep This winning. is your fault. Like it's today, my fault. Tonight? Or t- yeah, or I was watching the game today mm-hmm. at the gym. Okay, quit watching at the gym, first of all. <laughs> I'm going to stop going to the gym, stop watching basketball, and get fat for the Oklahoma City Thunder to get a good only pick. solution. That's right. That's all crazy. Right. I'm calm crazy. now. I'm calm now. So speaking of trade deadline, I want to we're, – we're going to go around and we're going to put the OKC Thunder players in trade tiers. Okay, so each player on the roster is going to fall in, into one of three tiers. Those tiers are the first one. You want to talk about who? And then as the phone hangs up. Tier number two is uh, we'll talk, but you got to blow me away. And then tier number three is let's make a deal. Let's do it. Let's chat. Do those tiers make sense? Basically, yep. untradeable, maybe, and then very much on the block. Yep. So I am pulling up the OKC Thunder roster right now, and let's go through and see where each of these guys uh, fall. Uh, I have them in – well, this is in alphabetical order. I don't know what the hell kind of order this is, um, but we're just going to go with it. <laughs> First up, Darius Baisley. Oh. Does he fall in? You want to talk about who? Or you're going to have to blow me away. Or let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. You're going to have to blow me away. 
Basic feature of the Thunder. I hate you so much. <laughs> I you think know ba- who? Ben Simmons. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Took long enough this episode. No, when I we mean, got there. It, I mean, come on. It, for the right deal, Baze is gone. I, if I you think, can get, I think if you can get positive value. Yeah, they're gone. not gonna get. They're not gonna right. trade him away for nothing. Presti's not gonna trade anyone away for nothing. He's gonna get something positive back in return. But I think he's been explored. I think uh, a change of scenery could be good for both parties. I think Bays would probably rather be starting, and maybe he can start for another team. That's you also consider who Bays' representation is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Bays to the Lakers confirmed. Is I what think I'm all, hearing. So we're, we all have Baisley in the let's make a deal category. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Lou Dort. You're going to have to blow me away. Um, but he's very much available for the right price. I, you know, again, there's the rumors that we heard that he potentially was shopped um, to try and move up in this upcoming draft with the Thunder's six over, or sorry, not upcoming, this past draft with the Thunder's six overall pick when they ended up selecting Giddy. I, I, I think, <laughs> and again, we, we keep talking about the fit with Lou, um, with Shea and Giddy long term. It absolutely can work. Um, he absolutely could be a huge piece and asset for this team as they move into contention again. But I think he is available. Um, but I don't think you can put him in the let's make a deal category because yeah. you're going to have to blow the thunder away with an offer. Uh, for example, a top four pick if they end up with five or um, lower in the draft, yeah. right? I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I think he very firmly falls in. You're going to have to blow me away. Um, there's a lot of information we're not privy to. I think it's very clear that Presti and Lou's agent have had conversations about the upcoming extension, either in March, which is a limited extension, like three year 36, uh, or they can make him restricted free agent in July, or they can keep him for a year and make him an unrestricted free agent. They've probably had a lot of those conversations and depending on how those conversations go or have gone are probably what is going to steer, uh, Sam Presti's thinking with Ludor and a trade. True. Good point. Next one, Derek favors. (laughs) Let's make a deal because I'm not please make a traded. Please. That's we'll give was, you a fake second. I was just trying to think of uh, if there was a tier below. Let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever that next one is. is what Will you please take him? Or not? Well, yeah, we'll take a fake. It's a, like a fake second is what I mean. It's like uh, <laughs> when someone puts something on Craigslist and it's just like free, first come, first serve. I'll leave yeah. it on the porch. Okay, one hundred percent. Funny story about that. Um, <laughs> so when I was a senior in college, uh, we had had this like. <laughs> It was gross. It was this very gross, like ran down rental house, just like a right off campus. Right. But we were only like, you know, two minutes away. I mean, literally right across the street from campus in this little neighborhood. Very, very gross house. Like we moved in. There's like cockroaches all over the place. We had like have the landlord come back out and like get rid That's of disgusting. Oh, it. Was, yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, it turns out that we end up staying there for like two years and um, a couple of the uh, I, we, when we first moved in, I was with somebody a year older. Um, in my fraternity and then some of my other fraternity brothers moved in. So we're moving out um, after we graduate and we have just like some pretty worn down couches and like this really gross, weird picture that like one of the guys like family didn't really want. (laughs) And so we just threw it up to like, you know, to kind of take up all space. So we have these like leftover things that nobody wants, just disgusting. And so my friend Caleb puts them on Facebook marketplace to your point, Justin Mm -hmm. uh, for free and oh my gosh, like we literally, um, he, he came up to us and he goes, guys, like, okay, are, are you guys packed up, ready to go? And we were like, yeah, because we need to get out of here. I have like four different people DMing me, like, I need this now. And he's like, it's going to get ugly. So we need to move. People do anything for free shit, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's wild. And that's, long story short, it's probably Derek Favors. <laughs> Put him up for free. <laughs> I, don't know if four pe- I don't know if four people are hitting you up trying to get him. <laughs> that's right. Dang, right. man. Josh Giddy. Maybe for free though. Click. Yeah. 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 Josh Giddy is blocked. The word untradeable. Yeah. The word untradeable is difficult to use. I mean, 
Right. I guess everybody could be a, uh, you're gonna have to blow me away. But I mean, if Minnesota called and offered you Anthony Edwards for Josh Giddy, like you probably yes, do it. You do that. <laughs> it's if, not probably. If the Pistons call and af- offer Cade Cunningham for Josh Giddy, but realistically, this is a hangup. Correct. Yep. This is a hangup. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, also a hangup. We don't even take time on that one. Yep. Ty Jerome. I think that's, let's make a deal. Um, I think it's let's make a deal as well. Yep. I mean, it, it's on the higher end of that, right? Like it, it's not just like a um, give me a second round pick and we'll call it good. Necessarily. I, think tr- I think Ty is at the top of my list of most likely guys to get traded. Yeah. 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 But like he could, yeah, he could salaries, give me a little more compensation for that. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, when you think source. about it, six, five ball handlers who can shoot the three. Thunder have three of those guys. Ty yep. Jerome, Teo Maladone, Trey Mann. I only think one of those guys is long for the roster. Yep. And I think he's a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> right? I think I, I could see Ty Jerome getting traded uh, yeah. Yeah. in the next 11 days. Uh, very, very much. Teo Maladone. Let's make a deal. You think they're ready to spawn him already like, just a year and a half in? Maybe even a lower tier. Like He's not going to get the interest necessarily. Might be a throw-in on a trade. Um, but maybe one of those guys just kind of rides out his rookie contract with the Thunder and then nothing else. I think yeah. the Thunder drafted him at 35. If a team yeah. called at the deadline and offered a second-round pick for Teo Maladone, do you think Presti pulls the trigger? I think so. Interesting. I would hope so. That might be a little low. but I don't think he would do it for a I second. would take it. If it's two seconds, I think he would do it. Yeah. I'd take it for one. Just, I just for, rotate for, him out. I feel like the the comments from Dagnalt have been the most telling. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe they do put more value on the G League stint and give him more chances because he lit up with the blue. But I yeah, I don't I don't see it translating to the NBA. So I, I don't know why else you hold on to him unless you think he's capable of that at the NBA level. That's fair. Next guy, Trey Mann. Blow me away. Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to add a another piece to this. Trey Mann is in blow me away. Is he leaning more towards a hangup or more towards a let's make a deal? Um, more to- ew, I, more I think- turns <laughs> more towards a hangup. Uh, that's um, what I think too. Yeah. Agreed. I think I said it last week, but I think there's three guys that'll be on this roster in three years. Yep. And it's Shea, Gideon, Trey. Yeah. He's got potential. He's got, I think he's got a lot of his value is high. I think think they really like him. I think they really like him. Uh, Next, Mike Muscala. That one's tricky. That is tricky. Just because of like all the context. I think in terms of like on court production and what you could use him for let's make a deal in terms of all the behind the scenes stuff blow me away but like are you gonna get a blow me away deal for mike muscala probably not exactly i agree exactly i agree uh yeah i think it's i think it's a blow me away um i think it's a blow me away plus it has to be the right situation for mike yep agreed Oh, this is an interesting one, guys. Alexei Pokashevsky. Oh, can I make a new category? Sure. <laughs> Blow me. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Sam Presti is saying whenever somebody calls? <laughs> it's like, uh, makes you think of the Firefest documentary. Yes, yeah. I was going to, yes, the meme. <laughs> I was fully prepared to go. And- oh my gosh. <laughs> no, Poku. Yeah. Just Poku's low trade value, you, you would think, across the league, but there's certainly a team that would be willing to take a gamble on him. Would but there? not for much. I think there's a yeah, team that would be willing to take. Much. But I think that gamble for any other team in the league right now is having him take up an NBA roster spot. Yeah, right. agreed. That right. gamble isn't giving up a first-round pick. Exactly. You're not, not giving, giving up a second-round pick. And so it doesn't really make sense, I think, for the Thunder to trade mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I, I think I think you guys nailed it. It's 
Yeah. Poku's just there. Mm-hmm. Poku's just Poku. Right. He's in a category all on his own. Just every... I've still I've still <laughs> got my plot of land on Poku Island. Yeah. But I'm worried. There there is a massive hurricane blowing in. Um <laughs> pirates have found my island and they're about to blow my brains out. <laughs> Um, there's a kraken out in the ocean that's been circling for a while. Like I'm, I'm pretty worried on Poku Island right now. I've still got my land. I'm still going to keep it. I'm going down with the ship, <laughs> but I'm a little worried guys. SOS is drawn in the sand, but you're mm-hmm. still there. <laughs> Me and Wilson are hanging out, I'm, but I'm a little uh, worried. No, I, I yeah. No, again, uh, there's, there's reason to think that he can uh, eventually contribute something. Um, again, yes. he's so young. Um, and, and just <laughs> the right opportunity. It's just, can he reach that ceiling that we know he, he possesses? It, it seems much, much, much less likely. I think he's got another it. season in OKC. Yeah. And Agreed. I think season I think three fair. is really, really, really important for him. Because if he shows signs and he's taking steps forward, yep. I think they the, keep him around, but if not, the Baisley model, right? Yeah, exactly. Again, yes. They've got so many picks coming in. You have to rotate guys out. Exactly. Yep. You have exactly. to rotate. You can't roster that many players. Even when they do consolidate some of those picks, you're doesn't matter. You're exactly spot on. Next up is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Blow me away. <laughs> and I think, I think he's a, a it, I don't know. The placement of where he fits in that tier, I think is debatable, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think you're letting him just waltz. For... What, what blows you away for Jeremiah? See, I was going to say, okay, so Justin made a a new category. I'm going to make a new one here. <laughs> um, instead of let's make a deal, let's hear what you have to say. Because I think that's what Pressy would say. Okay, well, tell me what you're thinking. Yeah. And um, like, I'm not necessarily excited to trade him, no. But if you have something interesting, sure, I'll, I'll yeah. entertain it. If a team called and said, we'll give you a top 20 protected first round pick, Top twenty. That means you only get it if it's twenty-one through thirty. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think Thunder do that after what Presley traded to to get Jerry, right? Yeah, traded two seconds to jump up to 35, 34, something like that to get him. It's going to have to be something like I, again. I think it would be like another young. And Presley's not necessarily into this, but like, hey, we have this young player. We want to take gamble on, and we'll take. We'll we'll give you an asset with that. And I, I just don't think I could see Jeremiah being a happen. sweetener in a deal to get a trade done. Yeah. Yeah. To like get, get an impact player. But yeah, I agree. That's further down the line. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. kind of where I'm at. Um, Aaron Wiggins. Let's make, let's a, make deal. a deal. Yeah. yeah right. Just oh, wow. Let's hear what you have to. I mean, love Wiggins. I think yep. he, he probably gets signed to a full contract post deadline. Yep. Um, but let's see what you have to say. <laughs> right. Agreed. I mean, if you're that you're high, yeah. I, He's also yeah. on a two-way deal, so I don't even know if they can trade him. They have, to, have to convert. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be like a, but, but that'd be like a um, um, draft trade, summer trade, that kind of thing. Last but not least, Mr. Kenny Hustle. Hang up the phone. <laughs> he said he wants to retire here. Yeah. Um, again, I, like let's make a deal, but like also. Tell me what you have in mind because it's going to have to be worth it for us. Um, that's why we're hearing those rumors about the first round pick. Um, I think Presty, if he went to get off of him, two second rounders, decent second rounders, is probably a fair, uh, a fair trade. But you're going to have to like kind of blow me away a little bit here to make this worth it, right? I think he's hoping that he can it. get some sort of a bidding war yeah. and just take the best mm-hmm. possible pick he can get. Yes, and a first round pick in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he'll scenario. probably get one. Maybe not a great one, but I think he could get one. Yep. That'd be impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, there are your Thunder players in uh, trade tiers. It's going to be interesting to see what happens come February 10th, guys. Now I'm... let's rank uncontested hosts in trade <laughs> tiers. <laughs> uh, I would like to trade Nick. <laughs> Nick's let's make a deal. Absolutely. Let's make it. <laughs> Send me a large pizza. See you later, Nick. <laughs> Nick still owes me a large pizza, that cheap bastard. There it is. There we go. He owes me pizza and wings because he made some pretty piling, faulty playoff bets. Piling on Nick. <laughs> we love you, Nick. I you hear me, Nick? You're listening Nick. to this. You pizza, cheap son of a bitch. Wings. 
Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, well, since we talked all about those those uh, trade tiers, who is a player whose name has been like loosely linked in trade talks this ooh. season that you would like to see Oklahoma City go make a run for? Is there Jeremy anybody? Grant. Let's go all in. And, and some bonus. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring them all back. Just a, a big old family reunion. That's right. Serge Ibaka. Sir, yeah, bring, bring back Serge as well. I, I love it. Um, full circle. They're all kind of connected. Is there anybody that you would legitimately like want them to go for? Um, ben Simmons, obviously. God, I hate you guys. <laughs> what about like, I I don't know, like, I mean, obviously we, we talked about Mo Bamba. That seems very unrealistic at this point. Uh, we've talked about, um, what's his face, Smith from Phoenix, who's been playing really well for them as a backup center uh, when DeAndre Ayton was injured there. Now he doesn't even play, though. Still think that's maybe a little unrealistic just because I feel like Presley could have pulled the trigger on that whenever. I, I don't also, know. Also, question I, how good Jalen Smith is. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing what Chris Paul is making yeah. happen with Bismack freaking Biombo right now. <laughs> so that's it, it. Seriously, that's a, a really good point. Yep. Uh, I just. What if there was a deal on the table for John Collins? I was just about to say John. Collins. Would you pull the trigger? Would you yes. do it? Yes. I mean, I, I like it. I just. Yes. It's kind I of interesting. so unrealistic yes. that Presti does. I, I don't think Presti's going to bring in any player. Yeah, I, I know um, Presti's not going to. I'm asking yeah. which player you would like to see them do that for, though, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor okay, thinks fair. he is Sam Presti, so fair. this is a hard question. Fair enough. Him. Well, I mean, if we're bringing in players, um, I would like Kevin Durant and oh, like boy. James. Ben I think Simmons. I think John Collins, John uh, John Collins, Justin. What you and I talked about on Friday, what this team needs—a guy that can play above the rim, who can yes. space the floor a little bit, yes. pick and roll player yes. that Josh can just get three free assists a night from, just throwing the ball to the rim. Yes, that's John Collins. Yeah, love it. I love it. I'm sold. It's fascinating. He would fit very well with this team. Yes, I agree. It's uh. <sighs> I, I I'm really struggling to think it's of interesting. other players. Um, man, good comment in the chat from Nate Sanders. If Shay is at, misses significant time, then John Collins wouldn't make them too good it's for good their point. for yeah. their lottery goals. Good if point. you trade for John Collins, you talk to his agent beforehand. You say he cool sitting out the rest of this season. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll pay <laughs> you. Just sit on the bench. See what happens next year. Yeah. He can stay in Magic City for the rest oh, of the boy. season. There you go. Lemon pepper. Come on. Lemon pepper, Lou. Well, gentlemen, oh, before man. we get out of here, we have to, have to do an update on the tank standings. Loser. You're a loser. And that means that the number one pick in the NBA draft goes to. All right. Justin, we mentioned it a little bit earlier ago, uh, but the Thunder 1-12 and 12 so far in um, in the, the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> the tank, uh, hopefully my screen is sharing up here, yep. uh, for, at least for the Thunder, has been going well. They are currently at fourth uh, in the tank standings. They're only a half game up on Houston, uh, who has lost recently as well. Um, so half game up on Houston, only two and a half up on Detroit. They've won two games more than Detroit and three games more than Orlando. Um, do you guys think third place is, is a legitimate possibility? Yes, I, I absolutely post that. Now that Shea has that, (laughs) that injury, I do. Does it, do the Kings scare you? Always. (laughs) How could they not? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, especially when you have reports out there, and we'll get into these in a little bit. But yeah, um, that like, oh, Fox and Halliburton, we would never trade them. And then it's like, eh, yes, you would. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they reports out that they are firmly out of the Ben Simmons chase, though they think the asking price is too high. Yeah. Love. Yeah. I would They're agree. They came from Woj. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't think Woj would wonder, put his, his reputation on the line like that. Agree. <laughs> I wonder who uh, leaked that to Woj. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think three is possible, but I worry that Houston's about to trade off all their vets and really, really, really suck. Fair. If, if Houston gets rid of Christian Wood and Eric Gordon, 
which I think there's going to be a very good market for Eric Gordon. Um, I think that is going to uh, make it hard for OKC to make that run for three. Yeah. And other tank standing news, uh, the Clippers now up to 16th. Uh, yeah. They are five and five in their last 10 inexplicably just winning a bunch of games. And it's kind of pissing me off, but <laughs> shout out to the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, they're just finding ways to win games that they should not win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's been impressive. Uh, with that being said though, even though they're at 16th, they are, let's see here, only a game and a half out of 11th and two games out of 10th. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. a game and a yeah, two games out of eleventh, two and a half games out of ninth, actually. So yeah, there, wow. it's they they Portland ha- is five and five in their last ten. They're they're trying to climb up the charts as well. Um, reports out that Portland is interested in moving CJ McCollum, uh, get in a piece that'll fit better with Dame and clear some room for them to re-sign Anthony Simons, who has been incredible. Is basically just a younger version of CJ. Exactly. If Port, I after Portland, San Antonio is at eight. Um, in the reverse standings, they're at nineteen and thirty-one. I think that's too far out. But I mean, the, the rest of all those teams right there are very close together. You, you look the opposite direction though, and the Clippers are only uh, two and a half games away from Charlotte at eighteen. So. Yeah. They're just kind of right there in that big mosh pit of Crowded. teams in the middle. Yep. We just have to hope that uh, things kind of bottom out for them. Yep. Yep. And then lastly, that that final pick, uh, the Thunder <laughs> getting pick 30th. Uh, Phoenix <laughs> is not going to relent that. 39 and 9. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns, man. So good. Impressive. I don't think any of us thought it. whenever they traded Chris Paul there that this is what the Phoenix Suns would be. No. Also, speaking of trade rumors, there's apparently – I want it was either Mark Stein or or Jake Fisher. I can't remember uh, which of the two, but uh, basically saying that there's rival executives who truly believe that Phoenix is going to, rather than just standing pat or just trying to like build around the, per, uh, the perimeters, they're truly going to try and uh, try and buy. And I, I love that they're they're trying to go all in while Chris Paul is still being Chris Paul. Definitely. Also, I'm gonna uh, get off that tab. I think my screen is sh- still sharing for you guys. Yep. Um, I am going to pull this back up real quick because report out tonight that Utah Jazz are very worried about um, Joe, Joe Ingles. Ingles, who has mm-hmm. hurt his knee. And if Joe Ingles is out for that team, that is pretty massive. Um, and they might have to make a move. I wonder if Utah becomes a Kenrich Williams team. Mm-hmm. They do owe Oklahoma City a 2024 first-round pick. Uh, that came to the Thunder in the Derek Favors trade. It is one through ten protected. I wonder if the Thunder um, asked for that pick to get unprotected and for like a young player. Uh, I think they have the kid from Baylor that oh, they drafted I was say, this yes. season. Yes. What's his name? Jared something. Jared. Jared something. Why am I going to blink on him? He, he was a kid who had heart issues Butler? and then finally got cleared. Yeah, Butler. There you go. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if, yeah. if you could get them to unprotect that pick plus give you Jared Butler for like a Kenrich Williams. Oh, I would love... Oh. You can't get a first-round pick from Utah this year or next year. I would take Butler um, for Kenrich straight up. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's Twitter. You guys don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> before we get out of here, are we going to hit the sim button? Have to. do it. How many times do you guys hit the sim button whenever you go to the site? So I, I usually tell myself three, and I end up doing five. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what do you do? It depends how many times it takes for OKC to, to get one. <laughs> to get one. It's, <laughs> it's like when you go to the gym, and you don't leave on a miss. Okay. It's the same way with Tankathon. Okay. I like how, in reality, they just do like basically like one spin of the, the ping pong balls. Exactly. Yeah. But for me, I always do it five times, and the fifth spin is the one that counts. <laughs> Which is yeah. so weird. My ones br- are practice probably wins. how it works in real life too. My brain is is mu- the fifth is, spin. Oklahoma City uh, has Cade Cunningham. <laughs> We're doing one spin because this is how how reality works. You ready? Uh, one no. bite, everybody. Knows Here we go. Well, that's not hey, bad. Hey, we'll get pick number three. three. I would that. happily take one of Jabari Smith Jr., Paulo, or Chet. Screw Detroit, though. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's like I've never, I've, never, I've never done crack cocaine, but I imagine this is what it's like. 
do it, Jacob. New Orleans no, doesn't deserve do two either. Yeah. It's like I'm the out. evil devil on your shoulder, and then you have like the angel on your other shoulder. It's uh it's unfair that Detroit would get the number one pick again. Gentlemen, another one in the books. We are eleven days from NBA trade deadline day. It's gonna be a blast when we get here. Hopefully the Thunder can play some entertaining basketball without Shea Gilgis Alexander. So we have something to look forward to. I believe we have Taylor in the post game tomorrow night against the Portland Trailblazers. So make sure you guys tune back into the stream for that. And then there's a game Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I forget. I think I'm on the Wednesday game. You guys come join me on the stream Wednesday night as well. Uh, we'll have all the games covered for you this week, and we'll be back next Sunday uh, with another 9 p.m. night live stream. So come hang out with us. Thank you for joining. If you're on the live stream, if you listen to the podcast version, we appreciate that as well. You guys have a great beginning of your week. If you're in Oklahoma, stay warm later this week. Looks like we're going to get a dadgum snowstorm. True. It's going to be interesting. So until then, and as always, thunder up.